When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN. So um, Anita Markson for Alan Han is the Bart and Han Show here on 98.7 ESPN. So Bart, you know, I, I have three dogs. Uh, my oldest is this little three-pound chihu- uh, chihuahua. Her name is Suki. She runs the house. She runs me. Um, and then I have these two boys. One's eight. The other one's seven. The oldest is named Satchmo after Louis Armstrong. The youngest is named Frankie after Frank Sinatra because he has blue eyes and I live in Hoboken. But he's 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 chunky. He's a chunky monk. So so I call him Big Papa. <laughs> so when <laughs> I sing, I love it when you call me Big Papa with the hands in the air like you were true play. And now, he now, does loves, he stand up on his two feet and start oh, like he jumping? Lo- he loves when I sing him. That's I mean he just he goes crazy. He's so funny. It's like I think. I, I'm a true believer. I believe in reincarnation. I, I think my I think my dogs used to be humans. They're too human like. And um, what, and, what he, if he, and, and, and he he must know that song. He must know that song from a previous life. Because when I sing it to him, he gets crazy. He loves it. Maybe it's Biggie. No, just yeah, <laughs> maybe it's Biggie. Maybe it's Biggie. Don't that's my hey, stuff. Don't tell P. <laughs> he might come over here and kill my dog. Yeah, yeah, but you guys can't trust Big Diddy. <laughs> anyway, um. All right, hey, listen. Before we get to the calls, I just want to share something with you because we've been we, we, we've been spending like an hour here uh, talking about the backup quarterback situations for both the Giants and the Jets. Just marinating this for a minute, Bart. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Here, here are your starting quarterbacks this this week, heading into Week 17. Okay, the Patriots are rolling with Zappy, backup quarterback. The Jets rolling with Simeon, third string quarterback. Bengals Browning. Cleveland Flacco, Steelers probably Mason Rudolph, third string quarterback. The oh, they, Texans, yeah, they said they're going yeah, Mason's for the rest of the season. That's official. Okay, okay, third string quarterback. Um, the Texans either Case Keenum or Davis Mills. Wouldn't be surprised if they go Davis Mills. The Colts Gardner Minshew. Uh, the Jags not sure if. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be available, so man, they might. That, that's a hell of a hit by the Jets, man. Who, if, if, if somebody else wins that division. They need to send a car. Remember, I forgot who that was. It was either the Bengals or Arizona that beat somebody, and 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 um, it helped uh, the Cardinals win the, the thing. And they brought, they sent them to a ticket to the Super Bowl. The guy from <laughs> Minnesota, or something that got the interception. Yeah. So if the Colts and the Texans win. Yeah, they should send something to the Jags. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Who knows who's going to start there? Uh, does it really matter now? Of course, news today: the Denver Broncos are rolling with Trevor Simeon. I mean, um, with uh, with Stidham. Jared Stidham uh, over Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson will never see him in a Denver Broncos uniform again. <laughs> um, the Raiders have O'Connell. The Chargers have uh, Stick. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm looking here. It's getting wacky, not, man. Not sure who. Atlanta, it's like a, a revolving door, musical chairs of who they're starting at quarterback. Um, 
bum 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 the minnesota vikings who knows uh oh boy threw for 400 last week though are they yeah so they'll probably go mullen they'll they'll probably go mullen again right the giants are going with tyrod taylor (laughs) and um and not sure what the commanders are going to do commanders aren't sure they're probably oh i'm sorry the commanders are going to go with Brissett, jacoby Brissett again they're benching uh sam howe so over over half so what's the future sam howe like if they over half them. your teams in the NFL are starting backup, if not, and 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 five percent of those teams are start starting their third string quarterbacks. What a bizarre year! Yeah, it's crazy. Right? I wonder if this people see this as a one off, or they say, "Man, like, you know how it happens." Do people panic and say, man, we have to get a backup quarterback because the odds are with this extra game, everybody wanted this extra game. Those are extra opportunities for your quarterback to get his ass knocked out too. So, you know, I, I, I tongue-in-cheek, I've said this on my show, I, like have you marinated in the fact that all the people in the world, okay, all the people in the world, that we can't find 32 good quarterbacks it's in the crazy. world. It's Bart, crazy. Bart, in the world, in the world. We can't find thirty-two good quarterbacks. You know what? Let crazy? alone sixty. Let alone sixty-four in the world. Yeah, the sixty-four crazy. good quarterbacks at any, at any time. It's can't not been. Find it. But this is the thing. We thought that this was the year where we had that. Remember, we talked about the AFC and like how crazy it was going to be. Deshaun Watson. You know, you look at just the AFC. We thought Mac Jones was a player, right? Because we saw him be successful, and I don't know if he isn't. He could be a player, and it could just be that Bill Belichick has messed with him with those mind games. You know, like, this is a problem. When you don't adjust to the generation of athlete that you have, and you try and play these same mind tricks, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, and I think they broke him. And Bill O'Brien came in. You can't coach all these kids the way that you used to coach, you know, Drew Bledsoe and, and, and Phil Sims back in the day. You can't, you can't do that. These guys, listen, they be needing breaks. You know what I'm saying? We're we talking about they take mental health days. They're not built like we used to build, be built because the society and the world they grow up in isn't like that. And I think sometimes we try and coach them the way that we used to get, be coached, and these dudes will break down, man. Listen, I got kids, and anybody that got kids know that you got to – like, man, listen, I forgot who it was. It was, a, it was Earthquake. He was like he, he put his son on punishment, and the dude wrote a suicide note. Like, yo, these kids are different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what the – bro, it just, it just turned the Wi-Fi off. Like, and they can't handle it. So those who are able to adjust, right, like how Tom Coughlin had to adjust, right? Tom Coughlin had to adjust because he was still too old school bringing that stuff that he brought from Jacksonville up to, to, the, um, to New York. And Michael Strahan and those guys weren't having it. So he had to either adjust or either sink or swim. So I don't know if Bill Belichick can, can, can swim. And it looks like he's sinking. And if he's sinking, then it's, this could be the beginning of an end to a great, um, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it. But Don Shula got fired. At some point, Tom Landry got fired, right? Uh, you know, it happens, right? So Bill Walsh, fired. So that's what happens. Jimmy Johnson, fired. So we have to, you know, consider a world in which our greatest coach that we look up to does not get be is not able to carry over those what he did in the past. At some time, at some point, it becomes what and have you done for me lately? And listen, and you know, Bart, you and I are I'm I'm a little older than you, but we're but I, I think you know where I'm coming here from, mm-hmm. coming from here, and and that is, you know, I've got friends who's got kids. They're like, 
oh, my kid's going to be home at this time. I've got to be home. I'm like, why? <laughs> I, I was a latchkey kid. Like, like my yeah. mom just put a key around my neck. And like, sweetheart, I'll be home when I'm home. But exactly. you got a key. You're all right. I, I've got to make breakfast. I've got to make, make breakfast for my kids. My mom's like, pop tarts on the counter. Yeah. I'll see oatmeal, you later. Oatmeal, yeah, oatmeal. And I there. turned out just fine. Exactly. I'm, I'm like, I tell my friends, like, why do you got to get home? Oh, well, they're gonna be home. I gotta make them dinner. I gotta make them breakfast. I'm like, kids, man, there's parents. macaroni, the quick macaroni cheese mix. In a box Listen, and, I, so, and some Pop-Tarts in the morning. And, That's and, what I grew in, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I grew up just fine. Anita, I can cook. <laughs> when I say I can cook, Anita, I can cook. I mean, like, damn. And my, and my daughter can cook. My daughter can I cook. My daughter, my daughter yesterday, we, yesterday my daughter made prime rib. She had she had the garlic inside the meat. She had the rosemary all in there. She had the You're carrots. such a girl dad. Yeah. <laughs> she you had You're such a girl dad. Listen, she had everything. She made she made fresh or gratins out of she she sliced the potatoes with like the mm. the, the chip thing. She made her own with mm-hmm. with um Greer, whatever you call it, Greer uh cheese or whatever. Greer. Yeah, Greer. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. all all that stuff, right? Like listen, I learned how to cook from Fat Bob's kitchen. Because guess what? My sisters were 6 and 10 years older than me. So that means when I was 6, my oldest sister was 16, the other one was 12. They was out chasing boys and going on the streets and playing and not coming back when streetlights came on. So if I wanted to, it was either one or two things. Either I become an a, a air, a, a air vegan where I just eat air and water, or I learn how to cook. And I learn how to cook. And these kids nowadays, man, they listen, they, if they ain't got the Uber app and money in their account, they'll starve. And that's the type of athletes we have to deal with. Like these young kids. And, they, and, and Bart, Bart and I are doing this walk down memory lane just to, just to make it, – it's a comparison. Like it's just it's, – it's a different day. It's a different day. And there are coaches out there that I just don't think that they understand or know how to relate or, or can change. Well, we'll like, see with like, Sean Like Payton. you said, like Tom, like Tom Coughlin yeah, we'll did change. We'll see with Sean Payton because, you know, it looks like, it looks like Pete Carroll changed. Like he's a guy that's always evolving, right? Like, you know, Pete Carroll changed. I don't know if Sean Payton can change. We'll see. We'll see. Like, Brian Dayball looks like he runs an old-school ship. You know, so it's, it's like the, those who, who evolve, you know, last longer because these guys will quit on you. I forgot who we were watching. Like, you know, Mike Tomlin, we thought that the team quit on him, and it, and it took a hell of a next week to kind of change that narrative. 800-919-3776. Let's go to our calls. Uh, let's go to David in Yonkers. David, welcome in. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Bart, Anita. Uh, I'm a big Niner fan, but mm. I'm not an angry one right now. I just want to add a question for Bob. About four years ago on your Sunday morning show, Anita, you asked me if I wanted Odell Beckham Jr., and I told you I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. I hope I didn't regret that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, listen, David, and don't hang up, please. Um, I'm not. Oh, I'm not. Odell, Odell's best, Odell's best years, right? As a whole, were here in New York. I yeah, think right. what happened with Odell is he escalated so quickly after that catch, and 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 I just think it was a lot for a young man to digest and be able to to live and operate and and, and maneuver in. I, I yeah, I I really do. And then right. and then Sean McVay got his hands on him. And really, I think, did some special things with him out there in L.A., playing for the Rams, but unfortunately got injured again. He is injury-prone. Right. I like the way that the Baltimore Ravens are utilizing him. Yeah, I would, look, I would him. look at him like a wide receiver one, but, you know, he, the, 
Uh, right, hey. right, Bart. Like I Bateman, like the way Bateman, that they're utilizing. Bateman's number two. They, they listen. They try and isolate him when they have the matchup in certain right. game plans. They take advantage of him, but by no means. Bateman's right. number two. Uh, Zay Flowers number one. Mark Andrews is one A when he's healthy. Um, and Odell Beckham is just somebody who who contributes. He adds on. He's somebody yep. that that comes and make. He's that crafty veteran, even though he's making five million dollars. I mean, uh, eighteen million dollars. He's that crafty veteran that comes in and is able to kind of make some things work and, and make right. a play. But, but I look, you played the game. My question is, because of what happened the other night, is it imperative the Niners win their last two games and get this by? And no. get a, a week off. Is it imperative? It's not. It's it's not because David, at the, the end call. of the day, their heads and shoulders above Dallas. Who can you know? Dallas, like Philadelphia, I think is done. They're shot for this year. Um, they they have a lot of issues that they have to figure out. Now, listen, people always understand that it's two ways to weaken an organization. One is taking their players. Two is taking their coaches. Because just because people have like the playbook. Don't mean it's not the plays. It's when you call them, and clearly they're not they're not running the ball enough. They're not creative enough, and they're 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 not blitzing on the other side of the ball. They're really missing Gardner Johnson. They're missing those explosive players that they took for granted. Um, and Jordan Davis wasn't the player that they thought he was going to be. Now the other kid that they got this year, he's every every bit that. But Jordan Davis, you know, I bet you they wish they could have gotten more impact player than they had before. But they thought they were. You know, being proactive by replacing, um, by replacing Fletcher Cox. You know, these are the last year. Like this is almost like the last dance for Philadelphia before they have to kind of reboot. Maybe Kelsey's gone, um, Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox. So it happens to everybody, and they're trying. They they found ways to be successful. That's why last year was the year that they had to get because now that Jalen that that uh, Jalen Hurts money is going to kick in in a minute too. And that's going to cost you some more players, and you're going to have to be young. And we see right what's happening, right? The fact that you know Patrick Mahomes' contract cost you uh, Frank Clark, um, his contract cost you Tyreek Hill, and that's just how it is. So that's how you see you can prove when players get the money, they have to be able to be a, a force multiplier like Tannenbaum talks about, because you won't have the top end players and the proven players in this league. You kind of got to develop some young guys. I hope you hit in the draft and get a couple of strategic um, draft pick. I mean, strategic um, free agents. It's it's a perfect storm in order to win to win a Super Bowl. You know, you you'd love to win a Super Bowl with a rookie on a rookie deal. Uh, your your scouting department yep. uh, needs like to uh, need needs to scout where at least fifty percent, a minimum of fifty percent of the people on your roster are homegrown talent, and then that now enables you to spend your salary cap money. On, on fine-tuning those skilled position players. Really, that's the magic. That, that's the elixir. That's and, the magic formula. Yeah, but more really, teams than not, Bart can't do it. Yeah, you're really asking and hoping that everybody that you depend on stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll use us as an example. The reason why the Jets, when we had that little run, is because they drafted bad, but they got good free agents. They brought myself in, but they started with the first wave with Calvin Pace, uh, Chris Jenkins, um, then they brought myself in, uh, Santonio Holmes, Antonio Cromartie. Before that was Lito Shepard. These are all people that they bought because they had a, a cheap quarterback when you think about uh, Mark Sanchez. But what happened was then, you know, we needed Chris Jenkins to stay healthy. Now, we went to back-to-back FC championships. But could you imagine how that defense, who was number one and number three, would have been with Chris Jenkins? The 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 the, the Nada, you know, him Nada. Albert Hainsworth, when it was a contract year, 
is is like different. Like sometimes Big Baby Davis was like that. Like guys that were like six five, not fat, but just massive, big people with athleticism. You know, not the Casey Hampton short, pudgy, big space eaters, but like the guys that could get work. Like he was our best defensive player. He was the most dominant force, even more dominant than Revis. He was the most dominant force, and the fact that he tore his uh, ACL two years in a row really hurt us because it forced guys like um, Mike DeVito. It forced guys like uh, Puha to step up and play more reps than they were asked to play because Chris Jenkins, you know, probably was the most dominant force that I've ever been around from a defensive standpoint. And, you know, I, I used to talk about like, oh, man, well, how did they give this award to Chris Jenkins when he came over and then give it to Haloti Nada? And then I played with Chris Jenkins and realized – that, you know, he was a little bit better than uh, than, than Haloti Nada, but Haloti Nada was able to stay healthy. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Alvin in Queens. Alvin, welcome in. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, my call dropped. Uh, season's greetings, by the way, to, to the both of you. Uh, likewise. Thanks for calling, man. Spending spending some of your downtime. I know you know you probably you know, everybody's off work, and the fact you're calling there, man, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wanted to get the you know the um, the reaction or the um, actually what you were saying about uh, Dante Adams with the Jets and um, yeah and Aaron Rodgers and the organization as a whole. But when my call dropped, I was like. <laughs> Ah, well, well you got us right. today, baby. So, so it, it, it probably aged well. So, what do you got? What do you want to ask us about Devontae Adams? Well, the same thing as as it was yesterday, but I just missed what your response was was yesterday, um, as far as the seventeen million dollar uh, contract that he has, and what is it going to be towards his cap, and okay. how what is the Raiders are going to ask the Jets for as as far as. Um, Draft choices to uh, mm-hmm. so so like I, so so I answered it yesterday, and we have a comp right because Randy Moss was in the same organization with the same owner, and what he did is uh, Randy Moss went for a fourth round draft pick. I think Devontae Adams is a little bit older, um, at thirty two, going to be thirty three next year. So I would I would make it a uh, conditional pick. Um, I would make it a fourth round pick that can be a third if he stays healthy and plays a percentage of the snaps, much like what Aaron Rodgers got this year. And, you know, we, we'll see what happens if they get a new coach, if uh, Antonio Pierce is able to get it, which, you know, he, he has them and still alive in a playoff run. They may, um, you know, I think they do right by him because he came here. He didn't come to play with Aiden O'Connell. He thought he was playing with his best friend. And then he thought he was going to be playing with Jimmy Garoppolo. So at this point, you know, they probably do right by him because he's been a good soldier. He didn't um, complain and, and, and try and ax his way out when they traded his friend. So they might just say, okay, listen, we'll try and grant your wishes as long as it's beneficial for us. Now, it's tough because a lot of teams don't want to send you in the same conference in which you're in, so from AFC to AFC. Uh, but maybe they'll do it for him because he's been such a good soldier. Maybe the Jets have to throw him in maybe a player in, in a draft pick. But I can see it happening because it will also time up with Aaron Rodgers um, – two years that he wants to play. So Devontae Adams hopefully will get an opportunity to play with a guy and have a legitimate chance to add to a Hall of Fame career. Um, but also when you when you think about, you know, him coming over here and the salary cap, well, they were paying $15 million for Corey Davis that they had in the books. That's going to fall off the books. 
Um, so, you know, they can replace that salary with that one. And Carl Lawson will fall off. And I think C.J. Mosley will get an extension, which brings down his $15 million uh, cap hit that he's been having. The, the good thing about the Jets, they're young and they're not paying a lot of play, players. No, no, that changes. That conversation changes after two years when Aaron Rodgers is gone. It'll be time to pay Sauce. It'll be time to pay Brees because he's on a four-year. And it'll be time to pay Garrett Wilson. So, they'll probably – and maybe Barry Tucker if he can prove that he can stay healthy. So, the Jets got to start winning because – you know, that, um, that credit card bill is going to be doing it pretty soon. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Lewis in Queens. Lewis, welcome in. Yeah, great talking to both of you, Anita and Bart, two of my favorite ESPN voices, whether you're on radio or TV. Um, this question is for Anita. Anita, I've been in this league, fantasy football, for 20 years. It's 99. The guru, you want to hear I, from the guru. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need. I can't wait this Sunday. I, I'm too anxious. So um, I, I'm in for. I, I'm, I'm the better seed. I should be winning. Um, I was just my fifth time going to championship in the last ten years. Fifth time coming home empty. Um, I'm afraid to play Tua and bench. I have caught on the bench, and I've been starting Tua. He's been stinking it up, and I don't know what to do. And I think that's going to be the key. Yeah, I, I don't. I think you. I think you got to dance with the the girl you brought to the dance, and in this case, the dude you brought to the dance, and 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 that's Tua. Um, you know, not to take anything away from uh, from Derek Carr, but the Bucks and the Bucks defense. I mean, Bart, you and I were talking about it. The Bucks might be a team that you don't want to play in the postseason if they do win that NFC South division. Yeah, uh, and funny. also, this is. This is this is being played in Tampa, so it's going to be it, it's it's not in the dome, so um so you know I, I think a lot of points could be put up in this Dolphins Ravens game, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, don't so I would twisted. go I would go two of there, yep. Yeah, go let's go to Anthony because I think Anthony um, is, is is right on point in what we are really talking about. Anthony, Anthony and Hawthorne, Hawthorne, welcome in. Hey guys, happy holidays. Hey, real quick before I get to my question for Bart. Um, the Ringer is like one of the most underrated funny movies I've ever seen in my life. I was like, since I've been on hold, I've been thinking about all the scenes from that movie. There's this one scene where, Bar, I don't, I don't know if you remember where the where they they sneak them out and they they catch yeah. that guy's dude with the girl at the movies and they, <laughs> yeah. they had to come back and the girl flips out and she's like, where were you guys? And he's like, oh, I took him to the mall and. And she's like, the mall closes at 9 o'clock. He's like, yeah, but I took him for ice cream. And you could see in the one scene, Johnny Knoxville is laughing because because it was so funny. And the, I obviously can't say it on there. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, like, we got to watch it in private now, man. That and Tropic Thunder, we got to watch it. We got to watch it in a cave somewhere because people okay. going to get mad at us for laughing. We're, we're, I, I hate to be the party pooper here, guys. Sorry, well, but we're up against the break. So, hey, I just, wanted to ask, I just wanted to ask uh, how the – how the Ravens match up this week against the Dolphins. Okay, so listen. Thanks, okay, thanks, let's, thanks. let's, we'll, we'll let's shelf that. The way back. There you go. Bart, seems like you've been doing this a while. We'll be right back. The Barton Hunt Show here on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, uh, let's talk about DoorDash. Calling all Knicks fans. Wednesdays on DoorDash are here. That means you can cheer on the Knicks against the Nets from home with 50% off. All the snacks and supplies you and your squad need. That's 50%. Just use the code GONICS from 4 o'clock to midnight on any order, $30 or more, and you can save up to $20 off your order. That's Nick's Wednesdays on DoorDash using the code GONICS. Terms apply. Valid today. 
only 4 p.m. to 11.59 p.m. on DoorDash, official partner of the New York Knicks. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Barton Han Show. Nita Marks in for Alan Han and Bart. Uh, we've done a lot of talking the last hour and 34 minutes. It's time for us to step aside and let the newsmakers do the talking. And there you go. We call audio files. The audio file. By the way, brought to you by All-American Ford. What you got for us, Jacob? All right. So uh, we got a lot of stuff on hand today. Let's start. What do you feel like? Basketball, football? Basketball. Why not? Oh, man. Don't say the Pistons. Never mind. See, I knew you was going to put it. Why you put that in audio for us, son? Bart, you knew it was going to be there. You knew it was going to be there. Nobody want to hear Monty Williams, man. Well, listen. He's making $80 million a year. His team is... Two and twenty-eight. I mean, snap. At some point, he's gonna have to lace it up for the team because I, I I just don't see what he's doing. Um, the Pistons started off the season two and one. They have lost the last twenty-seven straight. Let's hear Monty Williams uh, on his Pistons losing twenty-seven straight. When you look at records, you think of coaches. You know what I mean. But I'm sure the players don't want that attached to the name on the jersey. Was it, you know, heavy? It may have been heavy for a while. It's just the nature of this kind of uh, losing streak. You know, it's not going to change because we're grading the level of it. You know, we got to do what we got to do to change it. Now, the Pistons haven't won in about two months. Their last win came October 28th. Their next two games are against Boston and Toronto. They could possibly finish the month. <laughs> Another month, actually, uh, without a win. Uh, Bart, what do you feel about that? But you know, you know, you know, the good thing is, like, 
they're they have a lot of young players, right? And because they've been at the top of the draft, they got like maybe you talk about Duran, you talk about Kellen Hayes, you talk about uh, Kay Cunningham, you talk about Jay Nivey. You know, Bandanovich, a lot of people want. I think they want to hold on to him because he is a veteran. I think, listen, in a couple of years, maybe they can be prime in this year or next year to be better. But to do that, they're going to get some veteran players. So if you look at what they're willing to give up, you know, to get, you know, they said Siakam maybe in a trade. They're going to look to be really active to try and get some guys to come over. Remember, they let great veterans go. They had Jeremy Grant. They could have kept Jeremy Grant. They let guys go like Dinwiddie. Um, so I think they're, they're going to say, you know what, we need a little bit more maturity in this locker room. We can't have all these young guys. So they're going to go out and they're going to trade some of these young players um, and, and I think, you know, bring a more veteran team, more gritty team together and surround themselves around Cade Cunningham, Jay Nivey, and Duran is going to be their core of their young players. Everybody else is going to be up for maybe, you know, being moved to another team for, for valuable either picks or, um, or other players. Yeah, I think – I think they have to move on from a lot of plays outside of Asar Thompson and Kay Cunningham. Uh, yeah. They, they have to just make everybody else That's four else players. Just look at that. But, but listen, Duran's not going anywhere, right? He's outstanding. Like, I know that Jaden Ivey's been on and out of the bench, but you just drafted him last year, right? And then you have uh, the kid, which kid you just said, the twin. Oh, Asar, Asar Thompson. Right. So that's three, right? And then just look, go, go to the next player. Um, Kay Cunningham, that's four players that are, like, under 23 years old. They, if they're not the youngest team in basketball, they got to be one of them. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. This wasn't the year that this team was supposed to suck this bad. Yeah, no, you're right. Right? Like, like their general manager, Troy Weaver, what happened, and I, and I was listening to, well, Wendy, I, I forgot what uh, what show it was, but he was talking about how, like, you know, they've got a lot of point guards and a lot of centers, <laughs> but yeah, yet they're the worst reporting yeah. three-point shooting team in the NBA. And also they're the worst rebounding. That's all they have are point guards and centers. Right, and they're the worst wings. rebounding team. And they're the worst three-point shooting team. This what They weren't supposed to be this bad. Now, again, they've got 27 straight losses. Um, Thursday, they're at Boston, who, yeah. by the way, are 14-0 and at home. So count that as 28. But it, and who knows? Saturday, they're 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 going up against Toronto, uh, uh, and Toronto's eleven eighteen. That could be twenty nine straight losses. It'd be an NBA record. But 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 Anita, this this is an example of when you take the best player available because that's what they've done. They've always taken best player available, and in the draft where their draft position has been, it's always been. Listen, we thought they were going they were being alignment for Wembyani, Wembyani. Right, we thought he there, and, and they really should have got it. How the Spurs got it? Don't tell me that the NBA didn't collude that way. The fact that the Spurs have a huge market in France, and they just so happened to get that pick. Like, they stop me with that BS. But um, the <laughs> fact that you know you look at a team like like Brooklyn, who has a bunch of wings, too many wings. Right, they need to get more size as well. I mean, they have big men, which everybody needs, right? And I know that the the jury's still out on Wiseman. You know, this would be the third team that gave up on him. But if they can move Wiseman and maybe move Kelly and Hayes for something, then, you know, they can start rounding out this roster. It's not like they're getting the doors beat off. They just don't know how to finish, right? And they turn the ball over way too much. They're super careless with the ball. But I do have faith in Monty Williams and being able to turn this around because that's the same type of team that he inherited when he inherited Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. Well, uh, Bart, you know who else didn't think the Pistons were going to have a bad season? Me. 
I have very own burst card. Played, I'm apparently, still, I'm, he played great. I'm still staying with my with my prediction of. that the Pistons will have a better record than the Knicks. Yes, Whoa. let's have that on record, please, okay? Yeah, but that's when I thought we were going to get way, way, too, though. Yeah, but that also uh, – I thought with way, way, they wouldn't be that team. But look at the Spurs. The Spurs are a mess, too. Why we ain't making fun of them? How many games has the Spurs won? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, but I think the only, one that, uh, the only way that is overlooked – it's because they have a win by Yama. You know, everybody's coming to see him whether listen, they win or lose. Listen, Kay Cunningham may not be the spectacle 6-12 and all that stuff, you know, 7-12, all that stuff, but he put up 41 points. He, he gets buckets, too, and he's healthy. So, listen. He's very good, but uh, let's uh, – I, I feel like I'm upsetting you. Let's transition. Yes, thank you. Let's transition from basketball to football. Picking scabs. <laughs> Antonio Pierce, he's been doing a great job for the Raiders. They started off 2-5. and five. With Josh McDaniels, since he took over, they've been four and three. They have uh, gained back their defensive identity. Let's hear him uh, have a pitch for the interim tag removed from his head coach job. My resume is on the grass. But you, I can put up a fancy presentation. I've seen that before. I can put up stats. I can put up my resume. But the best thing that happened for me was opportunity. And as like I said this maybe last week, you know, the worst day I was going to be as a head coach was my first day. And these days, my job, and, and I really take pride in growing each and every day to get better. No different than when I was a player, to get better. And by the end, you know, you look at it, whatever your career was and whatever my coaching career is, that you sit there and say, look, yeah, that's what he was. And hopefully Mark Davis sees uh, improvement and growth within our team. He sees the style and play that he wants from the Raiders. He sees a fan base that's behind us. He sees a building that loves coming to work and loves being here and people that's covering the team, enjoying covering the team. And at the end of the day, we got to win. And right now, my record, our record is 4-3. and three. I mean, I think he has completely changed this team. Uh, before, they were uh, their opponents were averaging about 23 a game. Now they're down to about 15. Mm-hmm. They have uh, completely changed the turnover margin. They were minus 8 before he took over. Now they're plus 5. So I think he should be one of those coaches that does get a chance next year. I mean, with the Raiders' past record of head coaches and GMs, I don't fully believe in it, but I would like to see Antonio Pierce get a good chance. So really, really quick, I just want to, for, for the folks that are listening and, and, and based on what he said, um, not sure if, if, if folks out there know. So when, when, a, when, when a team is looking for a head coach, what happens is they'll bring, they'll bring four or five guys in, and it, it's not just coming in and having dinner. Uh, coaches come in, and they have to come in, and they have to make a presentation. Uh, and they work very hard on this presentation. So the coaches that come in, they look at the roster, they come in, uh, they make a presentation to the ownership group, to the, the current general manager. This is how they envision the team. This is where they want to take the team. Also, they come in with a list of, of, of offensive and court, defensive coordinators that they want to bring in with them, quarterback coaches, um, how, their, how their roster is going to best suit what they get. Like, it's a whole thing. It's like a whole presentation. It's a PowerPoint and these, presentation, yeah. It's a PowerPoint presentation, and these coaches work really hard on this, uh, which I, I think, and I just, I share that with our listeners just to say, I like what Antonio said. I could come in with a, a kick-butt presentation, but my work is on the field. I, I, like, I like what he said there, Bart, right? Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, it's not like it's like four games. Like, it's going to be a <laughs> – at the end of the day, it's going to be nine games. That's, that's a long season. That's a long sample size of what he's able to do with your roster. Um, the fact that, you know, Josh Jacobs has come back to life. And, 
you know, the turnovers and stuff have went away because they're starting to run the ball and pay more ball control. So they, they're able to win. Like, one thing we know about Al Davis, um, he always – he treasured speed. Speed and athleticism. So, you know, you look at it that way, that's pretty much, you know, what he's saying. Like, hopefully it's a style and brand that they like, you know, throwing the ball deep, taking shots, and running the ball. And that's usually always been the Raider way. And, you know, who knows if he's going to get the opportunity. But we do know that he's paying like $80 million to coach that's no longer on the roster. You might want a cheap coach that you can pay $5 million that's not going to come in with some huge resume or a guy like um, Ben Johnson who's going to try and reset the market at 15, 18. You talk about uh, Mike Tomlin makes 12. But if a guy like Mike Tomlin is let go and decides to move on, that's that's a big nugget. And Antonio Pierce also satisfies the Rooney rule if you interview him as well. So giving him an interview early is definitely going to make sure that the Raiders, if they don't want to go with him, can say that they checked all the boxes. All right. And uh, last but not least, let's talk about the Giants. Why not? They uh, benched Tommy DeVito today for Tyrod Taylor, who put up a great performance in the second half against the Eagles. I mean, even though they lost – he still looked a little better than what Tommy DeVito gave in that first half. Let's hear from Tommy DeVito on how he's dealing with being benched. The same thing I've said since the beginning, you know, stay even keel through it all. Never too high, never too low, because like I said, when you're up, everybody loves you. When you're down, everybody hates you. So for me, I just stay even throughout it all. And that's why I'll be mellow and good through it all. Also, let's hear from uh, Tyrod Taylor on dealing with the ups and downs of uh, being the backup quarterback. I think that's just who I am. Try to stay as level as possible through the highs and the lows. Life is a roller coaster. How you endure the storms and how you endure the ups and downs. I think it speaks to your character. So we try to remain the same. Now Sounds like these two dudes have like hung out, spent some time uh, uh, drinking a cold beer and talking about life. <laughs> they sound one and the same. Yeah, well, you know, like they want to be respectful to the other person because as your dreams are continuing, it's really hurting the, the dreams of somebody else, right? You know, that's what sports are. So that's Tyrod being gracious, and that's Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito trying to stay gracious as well and say, hey, you haven't seen the end of me, and I'm going to fight to get back to that spot. Um, it may happen. It may not happen. But, you know, you know, harping on it isn't going to change anything. You, you only control what you can control. And that was audio files. Great job, guys. That's it for – yeah. Well, actually, you led the way. So, great job, Jacob. Audio Files brought to you by All-American Ford. The All-American Ford Auto Group is the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. When we get back, we will answer the question that was posed to us uh, prior in regard to the 49ers, and we'll continue with your calls next right here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back. 98.7 ESPN. Barton Hahn here on 98.7 ESPN. We're going to get your calls in just a second. Bart, did you hear that uh, Jair Alexander was suspended from the Green Bay Packers? Apparently, um, without notifying the coaches, he went out on the field in their game against Carolina because he's from uh, the Charlotte area and just appointed himself as one of the captains, went out there. (laughs) Oh, by the way, got the wrong call with the coin flip. Let's listen in. This is him talking to uh, the media today after the announcement that he was suspended by the coaching staff. So were you supposed to be a captain? Because the team announces the three game captains and you were the fourth and you called a toss. What happened there? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's only suiting, you know. I don't think Coach knew I was from Charlotte, you know, so. So you just did that on your own? You know, I mean, it was like a, you know, the guys backed me up, you know, so they, they knew I was from here. Did you realize you almost made a big mistake on the call, though? What'd I do? Well, you said we want to go on defense. Yeah. Which, in theory, could they could have said, then you're electing to kick kick off, which you had lost the opportunity then yeah. to receive in the second half. Yeah, no, I told them that uh, I said uh, I want I want our defense to be out there, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, I mean, it's pretty simple what I said. Like, I want the defense to be out there. They like, you mean defer? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Did he, did he say that to you? Yeah, he did. The, the, the mic was on. Oh, what? Well, yeah, he, he heard you. Hear that, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? No, nah, he was just like, defer. I was like, yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. Everybody was laughing. I'm like, what are y'all laughing at? Like, it's pretty obvious what I'm asking for. So did anyone say anything to you when you got back to the no. sideline? <laughs> Why would they? Bart, if this was your teammate, what would you do? Yeah, like you don't just go uh, – Code red. He went rogue. After, he went yeah, he rogue. Went super rogue. And the fact that he doesn't even understand that if you want to go on defense, you defer because the other team's going to take the ball because it gives you the right to be able to get the ball after the half. If you say we'll take the ball, then that means we're going defense. That means you're going to kick off and you're going to kick off after the halftime, which is dumb because you're chasing points at that point. You want the ball coming out of halftime. So the correct term is we defer, and mm-hmm. they say, okay, well, we'll take the ball, and they say, okay, what end do you want to defend? If if you go out of the procedure, and the referee could have said, okay, you want to go on defense, so they, they want to kick off, and then would it still gave the other team the right to have uh, the ball, to get in, the the ball in the second half. Right, right. so you that, that that's the – and the fact that he doesn't even understand that exactly. is beyond me. Like, bro, have you never been in a center? Maybe he's been you know a captain before, and they didn't let him do the talking. But maybe that's why they didn't let you do the talking because they don't understand your reading comprehension but, skills are but, low. Wait, but how about this? How about this? So the coach didn't know? No, but 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 my teammates, they're fine with it. How do they are know? You they don't, they, listen, the coach. Are you listen. kidding? Oh, no. And my teammates know I'm from here. Coach probably didn't know I was from here. My teammates were fine with it. You're, you're not going to run that by. 
Are you kidding me? Your teammates don't know who the hell is um, a team captain or not. Like, nobody be paying attention who the team captain, who the coach say the team captain. Nobody be paying attention to that stuff. So they saw you out there. They just thought you was out there because you're supposed to be out there. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, I, I'm assuming oh. this is without pay, right? How many games did they suspend him for? One game. Okay, because this because this could start to be a problem. It's only two games left. Um, if he wants to hold this against them, he can try and work his way out of there. But he's eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. A lot of news coming down the pike today. Uh, pertaining to the NFL. If you're just tuning in, Jets are going to roll with Trevor Simeon. Giants are going to roll with Tyrod Taylor. And the Denver Broncos are going to roll with Jarrett Stidham. Uh, we have seen Russell Wilson. His Never again will we see him uh, in a Denver uniform uh, starting, I, I should say, for the Denver Broncos. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Anita, Bart. Shout out to the company. I definitely wanted to, you know, chime in on the talking because I wanted to ask uh, a question because um, I'm not uh, I'm not the biggest Brock Purdy fan, but I'm a person that did watch a lot of his games. And, um, Bart, and Bart knows this. So, um, could you tell me what college uh, Brees Hall went to? Iowa State. I understand he went to the same college, right? Yeah, yeah, they went to the same college. And the thing is, is uh, I, the one thing that I've always – I listen to a lot of Colin Coward as well. And the one thing that he – one thing that, that he always made a astute point, and I don't know if you agree with this, Anita, usually the quarterbacks that end up being NFL-ready are the people that end up hitting their checkdowns and utilizing their running backs and their fullbacks and their tight ends. So when I saw Brock Purdy, you know, play in Iowa State – it didn't surprise me when he went to a team full of, you know, all these weapons with Kittles and Debo and all these plays that he was able to pretty much pick out the right person and, oh, and, and pretty much execute. But, Jose, you're assuming that he picked the 49ers. Like, they picked him. It was the luck of the draw because if he went somewhere oh, yeah. that they didn't want to check down Charlie's stuff, that he leads the league in, like, nine yards per, per pass on passes that are thrown behind the line of scrimmage. So that tells you that it's not about him. It's about his teammates, and that's with a lot of guys. But if you watch that game, you saw the difference and what a difference maker when the X and O's don't get you open or, or, or make a play, what an exceptional talent and player does in Lamar Jackson, opposed to when the break, play breaks down and it doesn't work the way that the coach said it was going to work, he can't overcome that. So what we're saying we're, is we're not being harsh on him because – it's because we're we're judging him against the best player in all and, of football. Ho- Jose, re- really quick, Jose, let me just Jose, Jose, hold on, let, let, Jose, let me say this, okay? I'm not saying that Brock Purdy shouldn't be the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. That system fits him well. Um, he plays well in that system. He's done. He's not turning the ball over. What my problem is is anyone assuming that he should be an MVP of any team. That Trent Williams is more deserving of the MVP of Christian McCaffrey is more deserving of an MVP on that team. That's where my no, that, issue is, Jose. That's what my my issue is. He should not be an MVP. That's what yeah, my problem. Uh, okay. Is. Yeah, because uh, where where I took offense to is where you where, where where you guys said you know all the scouts you know couldn't be wrong and they passed up on him numerous times when. 
uh, you know, watching that year in that draft, that was the year of Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, and Malik Young. And all of those quarterbacks got depreciated and devalued by, you know, the typical, oh, this is not a quarterback strong draft. And, you know, we, 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 we saw that same talk with the two of Burrow and um, Herbert draft. So that's kind of where I just feel like sometimes we get into these narratives and we don't give these kids credit where I felt like Brock Purdy does deserve a lot of the credit. Cause even you guys said they don't have time to develop a quarterback on the side. So the fact that he was able to come in and do all these things, I think it's very impressive with the kid. That was just my point guys. I, I wanted to thank you and have a great one. You too. Quick break. We come back. Like I said, we'll continue with your calls. Also uh, I'm going to hit up the playoff machine. With Bart Scott, um, Bart Bart Stradamus, is that correct? Is that what you guys normally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do a Bart Stradamus. That's usually at the last, the last one. We'll do that at like uh, forty when we come back from forty-two on the way out. Well, I, I want to make sure. Well, time out. I want to make sure we have enough time. So maybe, so oh, maybe so we'll do it do, at two two forty. So then. we'll do it at two thirty because we've got to go through the week seventeen games and the week eighteen games. Okay. So I want to make sure. So we'll do that around 2.30, but we'll continue with your calls. Also, um, let's uh, – a trade went down with the Yankees. I, I just think it's – I just think it, it's, uh, it would be wise of us to at least make a mention. Uh, the Knicks back in action tonight at OKC. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So we'll talk a little NBA, bring up to speed on what has happened with the Yankees. A trade went down, and, uh, and we'll talk some more NFL and get your calls. 800-919-3776, 98.7 ESPN. BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the New York Jets and your number one app for foot, for the football season. Get ready for kickoff by locking in the same game parlay with your favorite Jets player props and checking out the exclusive signature bets for the game. BetMGM has all the action you need every Sunday and every other day of the week. No matter what your favorite sport is, with apps, upgrades that make betting faster and easier than ever. The best loyalty program in sports betting and special offers for Jet fans all season long. It's no wonder why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. If you love pro football, you're going to love wagering at BetMGM. All you got to do is download the BetMGM app today and make this your best season yet. BetMGM.com. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in New York only. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.